Hey, it's Lola here with the smokingprofit.com. Thanks for tuning into my podcast. Feel free to visit my blog, thesmokingprofit.com, for more stuff from me. And also subscribe to my text list by texting the word Blaze, B L A Z E, to the number 31996. Why should you do this? Because I'm totally awesome. Uh, aside from that, because I believe everyone deserves to live their best life and everything I do supports that. I curate some really, really dope information and I send out free resources and hacks to help you with life, to help you not just live life, but to live life and live life better, to do life and to do life better. My blog explores the subjects of spirituality, creativity, culture, society, and more in a super easy way. So yes, definitely check it out. All right, let's get into it. Why multitasking sucks for everybody, including you. Multitasking sucks for you, your brain, and your body, but also for those around you. And here's why. Information is great. We live by it, learn from it, and are even healed through it. Information can invigorate our present state and propel us into the future. Learning new information can make you feel better. Learning new information regenerates brain cells. And new studies suggest, per Daniel Levitin, embracing new ideas and learning is helping us to live longer and can starve off Alzheimer's disease. How dope is that? Still, the growing mass of information, to-dos, and stuff in our world can cause us to take in too much or to try to do too much at once. Multitasking is the answer, right? Wrong. For now, multitasking is an illusion. According to one study, there's a small percentage of the world's population that can actually multitask well. How small? Like 2%. And I say for now because unless the brain evolves, it's just not designed for all the activities we subject it to at once. According to Earl Miller, a neuroscientist and expert in this area, quote, when people think that they're multitasking, they're actually just switching from one task to another very rapidly. And every time they do, there's a cognitive cost in doing so, unquote. So just a side note here, when I use the word cognitive, I'm really just talking about brain activity and stuff. Um, For example, like thinking, reasoning, learning, remembering, that type of stuff. All right, let's get back into it. So multitasking isn't really doing multiple things simultaneously. You've been deceived. It's switching rapidly between activities. And each time you switch, you're losing something. What are you losing? Productivity. A lot of people multitask because they want to boost their productivity. Surprise, surprise. Like, it actually decreases that. Um, You lose accuracy. It can increase errors. And you burn a lot of um, the fuel your brain needs to work most effectively. Glucose. All right. So multitasking is like the gift that keeps on taking. Every time you use it, your value depreciates along with the quality of your work. One study found that the cognitive losses associated with multitasking are greater than the cognitive losses that take place when people smoke weed. How crazy. And um, a Glenn Wilson did a study out at Gresham College in London. That's where that came from. It can lead to clouded thinking. Multitasking actually can, um, excuse me, 
increase the production of the stress hormone cortisol in your body, and this can overstimulate your brain. It can lead to scrambled thinking and mental fog. Multitasking, even for short amounts of time, can leave you feeling exhausted and disoriented. So physically, it can drain you and cause you to be like, uh, like just foggy thinking, scrambled thinking really bad. So switching rapidly between tasks burns up the fuel your brain needs to stay focused, which can compromise cognitive and physical performance. Um, It increases errors, like your work tends to be sloppier. And because stress hormones are elevated in the brain, it can lead to aggressive and impulsive behaviors. Wow. Multitasking also requires making more decisions. And making decisions, great or small, uses a lot of energy, period. And it doesn't matter, like, what kind of decision you're making. Like, you can be trying to figure out what am I going to get for lunch or what am I making for dinner in comparison to, like, do I need to purchase this new car or some really major life decision? You're using the same amount of energy. And making all of a, a lot of little decisions through multitasking can cause you to be fatigued in that area, leading to more impulsivity. So if you multitask, you're going to compromise your own impulse control. There's no question about it, no way around that. Multitasking also fragments your concentration, which is actually counterproductive to creativity. Great discoveries aren't made through fragmented concentration. They are made through constant effort, Interrupt, uninterrupted focus, excuse me. And um, when you really, really just fall into this euphoric creative state where you're just beginning to flow and you're making connections between your thoughts and the things that you've learned and, and what you're looking at, multitasking stops all of that. Uh, it interrupts those connections. Um, so if it's so bad, why do we do it? Multitasking is actually addictive. Um, So I read this really, really amazing book called The Organized Mind by this neuroscientist named Daniel Levitin. I got a lot of information that I'm talking about now from the book um, in combination with um, a few other places. But here's what Daniel Levitin says about multitasking. Multitasking creates a dopamine addiction feedback loop, effectively rewarding the brain for losing focus and for constantly searching for external stimulation, unquote. So it's, it's bad, but your brain gets addicted to doing it, and your brain loves to do it. But still, there's hope. Um, you know, you can still focus and train your brain to stay on task and go after long-term rewards and not get caught up in this, um, this um, feedback loop, as he calls it, by doing these things. All right, so less is more, or in this case, more effective. Here's four things to try. They're really, really, really easy to help you to be more productive with whatever you're doing and not to get caught up in the pseudo glory of multitasking. Number one, monotask. Staying on task uses less energy than multitasking. And sustained concentration increases your creativity, your ability to produce, and you don't end up running into that um, whole decision fatigue thing as quickly because your mind isn't going from place to place to place and thought to thought to thought. It's just focus 
is staying honed and on one task. Here's a quote from um, Daniel Levitin. Sustained concentration and effort is most effective not when fragmented into little pieces by multitasking, but when apportioned into big focused chunks separated by leisure, exercise, or other mentally restorative activities. So one, monotask, but then also find ways to restore your, um, your brain, to restore um, you know, your mind, and to restore this powerful thing that's in your body to help you live and to do life really, really amazingly. Something that you can do is take a walk, look at nature. That'll help. Um, outside of that, daydream. Um, daydreaming is a state of where your mind just wanders from thought to thought to thought. And it's not a waste of time. It's not foolish. It's actually a good place for your ba- mind to be in because your mind is actually resting when it's wandering and when it's daydreaming from place to place to place. And that can actually help with creativity. All right, number two, organize your task. So um, David Allen is an efficiency expert and an author, and he provides four suggestions on prioritizing your task. So the first is to do it. Like if you have something to do and you can get it done in two minutes or less, go ahead and knock it out. If you have something to do and you can delegate it to someone you can entrust with it to get it done and to do it right, then go ahead and delegate that to someone else. If it's something that you need to do, but you can't give it to anyone else to do and you can't do it in two minutes or less, then go ahead and just defer it to another time set a date um, and accomplish it then. And if it's something that's no longer a priority, drop it. So do it, delegate it, defer it, drop it. That's how you need to handle your task. And here um, is a quote I want to share with you by Daniel Levitin. It takes more energy to shift your attention from task to task. It takes less energy to focus. That means that people who organize their time in a way that allows them to focus are not only going to get more done, but they'll be less tired and less neurochemically depleted after doing it, unquote. And all of us want to do things and do things well enough and not be exhausted from doing them. We want to handle, you know, the stuff that we have to deal with and look back at it, kick our feet up and be like, yes, I got that done. And it was totally amazing. You know, we don't even, we don't want to just feel the sense of accomplishment after it's over like we want to feel a sense of excitement while we're doing it we don't want to be burnt out in the process so something that's really important is organization so something I suggest you do is organize yourself your work and your workspace in advance by setting aside time and days to do this I do this all the time periodically I'll have to go in and clear out my email organize things in my email. I have to go in and look at my files, organize and and classify, um, you know, what I've been working on for the people I've been working with for the, for myself. I like just have to organize it just so it's easy for me because what you run into when you're not organized is that, um, you'll start working on something, you'll be working on it and then boom, you need something and you got to go and find it. This totally interrupts your creative flow your creative juices, and causes you to work less efficiently. So go ahead and just organize things and advance. Set aside time, days and times for you to actually do that. Here's a quote from Daniel Levitin. Finding things without rummaging saves mental energy for more important creative tasks. 
It is in fact physiologically comforting to avoid the stress of wondering whether or not we're ever going to find what we're looking for. Not finding something thrusts the mind into a fog of confusion, a toxic vigilance mode that is neither focused nor relaxed. The more carefully constructed your categories, and we're talking about organization, the more organized is your environment and in turn your mind. So that totally sucks. Like when you can't find something, like have you think back to a time where like you've been working on something and then all of a sudden you need to find something and you couldn't find it. Like I'm totally thrown off when that happens. Like I'm like, no, I'm going to find this right now. And it just is so counterproductive. So yeah, go ahead and organize yourself, your work and your workspace. Um, Do that periodically. And the last thing here is organize your thoughts. Write your thoughts down. This is not some archaic method that we should no longer use, something that is obsolete. It's okay to write things down. You should actually use a pen and paper often, you know. Um, Write your thoughts down, especially when they intrude your mind, when they invade your mind, when they interrupt something that you're doing. Your brain rehearses the things it thinks you'll forget, whether you know it or not. Cognitive psychologists refer to this as the brain's rehearsal loop. This is always taking place. It's always going on. If you got something to do, in the imagine your brain is like um, uh, you're looking at a stage and there's a performance going on. Whatever you're dealing with right now is like in front of the curtain. It's, it's there so that the audience can view it. But behind the curtain, people are working on the next scene. They're working on the next thing to do. Like when you have something that you have to take care of, like you may have like a play taking place on that stage, but behind that curtain, that thing is going to be constantly going off in your mind. Like you got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. And essentially it can pull your focus away from what you're doing, whether you realize it or not. So here's something that Daniel Levitin actually says about this, writing them down. And he's talking about writing things down like these thoughts, writing them down gives both implicit and explicit permission to the rehearsal loop to let them go, to relax this neural circuit so that we can focus on something else. Right. So I went ahead and talked to you about why multitasking sucks and I gave you four points to help you. Now, multitasking sucks again for you because you don't function at your best. It interferes with your judgment, your ability to make good decisions. Multitasking also sucks for your body. Like it increases, it can increase stress um, levels in your body. It can physically exhaust you. And multitasking sucks for others, those that you're around, those that you're working for, working with, because your work is going to be subpar. Like you're doing multitasking because you want to work better, but at the end of the day, it makes you work worse. And you might be a bit testy because it relaxes your impulse control. So um, at the end of the day, fight the urge to multitask and just relax like you got this. You're not competing against other people in life. You're competing um, against yourself. You're looking to um, manifest your potential. You're looking to manifest your abilities. Um, You're looking to not miss out on any opportunities that are meant for you. So just um, prioritize, just organize, and just be consistent, and you'll win. You got this. Now, I want you all to follow me. I'm on social media, at Lola Kabaya. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, 
Pinterest, Periscope, Snapchat, Twitter, and YouTube at Lola Kabaya. Go ahead and follow me there. Go ahead and subscribe to my podcast if you haven't. Check out some of my other episodes and have an amazing day.